Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Senor, we are in a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, y'all. Today, Wednesday, midweek, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Fightening. The what? I believe yesterday will be referred to for most of human history as the Fightening. And why is that? The day when everybody who had any gripe with anybody else wanted to punch them in the face whether in Congress, in the Senate, geopolitically, the era of cooperation is over. Welcome to the fightening. The but fightening. I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. There's our new president. I like uh, giving a warning like that if you have to fight. I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm Why? going to ram it into your stomach. Oh. Like you give him a heads up. Hey, big right. finish here. Big finish. I hope you're, like, bleeding out of your nose because my fist is going to impact it. (laughs) I hope you're, like, hopping around on one foot because I'm going to kick you in the shins. Yeah. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened? I uh, I was surprised this didn't get more news coverage yesterday than it did because I watched all my uh, newscasts and stuff like that and nobody ever mentioned it. 
Well, you had a handful of incidents, uh, most particularly, you got, uh, what's his face? There are too many congressmen. I'm calling for a, uh, you know, cutting down the number. You, you got uh, Tim Burchett from Tennessee standing in a hallway. Kevin McCarthy walks behind him. Burchett lurches forward, says, what the hell? What, are you, what was that? And so now he's accusing McCarthy of elbowing him hard in the kidneys. And McCarthy denies it. And then you got, uh, what do of you our, think? Do you think it happened? I can't imagine Burchett making it up. I mean, I don't see any benefit to him for making it up. It would just be bizarre. But I don't know. We're going to dig into it. We'll give you the evidence and let you decide. And then you have this Senate hearing where Mark Wayne Mullen, who's that, uh, he, he built a plumbing business. He's an MMA fighter, tough guy, a senator, is uh, in a hearing with this, this uh, union mobster who'd been disparaging him. And he challenged him to fight him right there in the Senate. And they almost went. I mean, so you got Congress people beating on each other, senators wanting to tear off their shirts and square off against mobsters in the halls of the Senate. It's insanity. It's the great fightening. It does fit in with what we were talking about yesterday. The whole, uh, when when Jews are in trouble throughout history, it's generally a, s- a sign that society is broken down. Right. I think that's an incredibly compelling point. <laughs> that's a pretty the more good I think s- about it, the more true it, it seems. It's a decent sign that society is broken down when people are fighting in the government. Yes, and there, Michael? No, and there was fighting in sports as well. So oh, yeah? Well, it's yeah. happening everywhere. Yeah. 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 Well, mm-hmm. and I think it's notable that uh, the Congress guys are both uh, Republicans. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Good point. Um. I did watch the second one on uh, Twitter, and Bernie Sanders was the adult in the room. Bernie Bernard Sanders, Sanders was the guy who jumped and said, "You are a U.S. senator. Sit down," which is the proper way to look at it. You're a freaking U.S. senator. He does make a good point. Don't take off your jacket, and then the guy starts to take off his ring because you know you, know, you don't want to have your ring on when you're in a fight. Are you actually What's going fair to? Is fair. You're actually. What are you going to do? You got to climb over that thing and go down there. What? What? What's, exactly. You, well, and the mobster was ready to go. He's like, "Let's go." Well, you stand your boat up because most of those uh, union dudes are are actual mobsters. Actual oh fighting, my god! Actual uh, fighting tough guy mobsters. And so, in Jack Armstrong's world, the <laughs> self-made man, the hard-working family man, American senator who is disparaged by the mobster, should just sit there and take it. I think you got to take him down verbally, there, dude. Stand up and fight him. <laughs> oh well, you're you're still got your November thirteenth attitude going. Pre-fightening. <laughs> that crap is over, dude. You stand up, you take off your ring or leave it on. You leap over the, what's that, a rostrum or something? I don't know. Uh, and, and you fight the mobster. Wow. Uh, so Biden and she are meeting in San Francisco today, is that correct? That's what they say. We're hoping to talk to the great Josh Rogan of the Washington Post about what may or may not come out of that conversation. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that whatever's said is going to be two-thirds phony anyway. Mm. You can't trust the commies. So Thanksgiving is a week from tomorrow. I am uh, purchasing a Thanksgiving dinner from a restaurant. It's the first time I've ever done this, so I don't know exactly how it's going to work. 
Yeah, I've done that before. It takes a lot of the pressure off. Does it? Uh, I'm doing it because my mom is at the age of a not cooking giant Thanksgiving dinners anymore. And it's going to be me, my dad, my brother. So that'll be pretty cool. Like the old days. It's like a throwback 40 years. Well, um, except that now during Thanksgiving dinners, arguments will be fist fights during the fightening. Don't, don't believe we're going to have any arguments or fist fights. <laughs> probably eat a tremendous amount. Probably be a lot of grunting. Again, living in an eleven thirteen world, man. <laughs> you have done the Thanksgiving dinner from a restaurant or a grocery store? Yeah, once or twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's usually pretty good, or ah, uh, yes, uh, yeah, oh yeah, it was. It was quite good, as a matter of fact. Um, the only like problem was the entire thing was cooked except the bird, which we hadn't realized. Oh wow, that's so something like, I need oh. to. That's something I need to look into is the turkey. Because, man, you get all that food and it's warm and ready to go, but you got a turkey that needs to cook for however many hours a turkey cooks. Right. Well, and I said to the guests, hey, a bit of a misunderstanding. Here are some appetizers. We're going to put the bird in the oven at 900 degrees for an hour and a half. So, should be ready. We'll eat tomorrow. <laughs> and then they tipped over the table and left. Yeah. Well, they would today. Pre, pre, right. Pre-November 13th. Thing. Right, exactly. Yeah, everything's changed, Michael. It seems like even if everything's cooked ahead of time, isn't there a whole bunch of stuff you got to try to figure out how to warm up at the same time and get on the table? Yeah, that was the difficulty of it. Some of the stuff was warm. Some, A great deal of it was not because uh, you got to keep warm stuff warm, cold stuff cold, etc. Um, so, yeah. The Say second, that again. I should write that down. <sighs> but just make sure you understand in advance in what condition all the chow is going to arrive. Right, that's a good point right there. That's a handy tip. Yeah, an uncooked I, th- turkey would be horrifying. Yeah. I went with the idiotic, uh, we're going to eat it too, I'll pick it up at one plan. Okay. Not I, good. I'm new to cooking, and the hardest part is having things warm at the same time. I find oh, yeah, me. timing. That's, timing. It's like impossible for me. It, it's the hardest part. Well, I've been sure. cooking for a total of like two weeks. I mean, I mean I've never cooked anything in my life. So it's uh, it's difficult, but yeah, one thing's been sitting there for like two hours when the other thing's ready. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe you get better at it, or maybe you oh, don't. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you're new to this. Every chef or would-be chef struggles with that very thing. Mm-hmm. You run into a little problem with the what's-its, and, and everything's ready, but you're still 10, 12, 20 minutes away from getting the main thing done or whatever. It's Yeah, it's frustrating. Food is... I, I'm generally uh, lazy enough throughout my life to just... I'll just eat it at this temperature rather than heat it up. But if you heat it up, it's way better. It's amazing it's, how much better food is hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good tip there, too. Um, uh, we'll start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is a Wednesday, November 15th, the year 2023. We are taking up arms against the Sea of Troubles. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's uh, ball up our fists and get ready for the new era, precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up, then. You stand your butt up. Latest gangster epic from Martin Scorsese, a preview there. Wait, what's that? That was the United States Senate? <laughs> yeah. That was a U.S. Senator and a mob boss. And Bernie Sanders has to jump in. So we, you are a U.S. Put your jacket on. You are a U.S. Senator. Those mob bosses would annoy you, though. The constant, oh, you're going to fight me. That's that's the way we're going to settle this. You're bigger than me and stronger than me, and you're going to punch me, so you're going to get your way. Is that the way this is going to work? Are you kidding me? 
And while I will agree that Mark Wayne Mullen, Republican of Oklahoma, was probably out of line Senate-wise, that mobster who's made his career with the, you're going to go along with this or I'm going to hurt you, right. says, no, you're not going to hurt me. I'm going to hurt the hell out of you, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how you'd be highly annoyed by that. And and that freaking mobster had absolutely slandered this guy and lied about him for a long time, Mark Wayne Mullen. Mullen wasn't going to have it. But <laughs> he stands up. The U.S. senator stands up like everybody's just going to sit there, you know, any security in the room or anybody else. We're all just going to let you <laughs> get undressed, take off your rings, climb over the thing and fight that guy. <laughs> I mean, Welcome to the fightening. I mean, I don't think that's what was going to happen, even if Bernie Sanders hadn't jumped in. <laughs> Gentlemen, decorum, decorum. Oh, my God, that is something. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's jazzy. It's fit for the modern era. Mm. Okay, cool. Combative. Yeah. Cool. And and our U.S. government saying loud and proudly yesterday, as not loud enough for the New York Times... Or other news organizations, because they're an NPR, as I just heard driving to work. Not loud enough for them, but the U.S. government said loudly, we have the proof. We have seen the proof. We have proven it ourselves that Hamas is operating from the hospitals. Still not enough for NPR or a lot of other organizations. Still got to give both sides, because that's the fair way to do journalism. Are you freaking kidding me? Hitler, on the other hand, says the Jews had it coming. I mean, what, what is this giving both sides crap? In the middle of yeah, a no. war with evil people. Anyway, more on that later. It is evil. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so mailbag's on the way. And uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year 
at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Just reading Josh Rogan's piece in the Washington Post about the Xi-Biden get-together in San Francisco today. He is not optimistic that Biden is up to the task. He'll have to read a little from that later. Yeah, we'll right. See. I read more of that Jonathan Martin piece in Politico where he just goes on and on about how, yeah, Biden's not up for the job. His staff doesn't quote-unquote trust him. And wait a minute, they so they don't let him do certain things. Whoa, which one's the president? Right. Exactly. Who's working for whom in this scenario? It's crazy. Because of his mind. That's it. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and it, well, and it, physically, he's getting pretty incapacitated, too. Pull out bad and care. Ah, oh, let's... <laughs> Sometimes I don't appreciate that clip because I've heard it so much, Michael, but it's good. It's a good one. Can I hear that one more time? Pull out bad and care. Yeah, I hear you. Let's uh, go with freedom-loving quote of the day, continuing on with our series about beauty, which is a little quaint That now that we're in the fightening period of constant conflict like, on like Earth. I like this the week leading up to Thanksgiving, though, focusing on beauty. All that is beauty. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's probably in vain, but eh. Aldous Huxley said this, Beauty is worse than wine. It intoxicates both the holder and the beholder. Mmm. That is that's pretty good. So that's just talking about physical beauty. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Pretty people. Yeah. It's interesting as I scan all these many many quotes. Some of them are very touching and about the beauty of God's creation and and that sort of thing. But Huxley's talking about you know you got a hottie, you know she can get away with a lot, and so you you end up doing stupid things because your girlfriend's hot or whatever, your or your boyfriend's handsome, and you put up with crap. Meanwhile, they think their excrement does not exude right. odor. I, I've known a few really attractive people. Is like they talk about it a lot. It's, okay, it, you know it's true. You are you're in that you're in that, but it's not as big a deal as you think it is. Okay, we're not all quite as attra- entranced as you think we are. Right, and the moment it fades out comes the uh, plastic surgeon's knife and the rest of it. So, anyway, uh, here's your mailbag. You can drop us a line. The email address is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Why Marvel movies are failing, writes Garrick, former level of, uh, lover of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's simple. Since Avengers Endgame, that was in 2019, the movies are woke with characters nobody cares about and horrible writing. I could write examples, but even with unlimited space in an email, I still wouldn't have enough room. <laughs> They've just gotten bad. Yeah, I hear the woke criticism a lot. I haven't seen that. I Just, just dull is the problem I've uh, come across. That is the greatest sin in entertainment. Yeah, I'd say. Obviously. Especially in the modern era where there's so many options. I got like six different things I subscribe to with a hundred shows on each. If you're not holding my attention, I'll go to something else. Right. Dave in L.A., this is long, but it's so good. I thought I'd go with the whole thing on the topic of America's next president, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is insufferable. The other day you played clips of Gavi defending his cleaning up of the city for she's arrival, San Francisco. This scumbag used what he thought was a cute metaphor, comparing the cleanup to straightening up your house when you have company. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think I have a more inapt analogy. 
apt analogy. What he's doing more is, I'm sorry, I'm trying to edit as I go, but anyway, what he's doing is more like if you were the sole breadwinner in your relationship. You pay for everything. You tell your companion, hey, I don't main, mind making all the money, but you, but could you please keep the house tidy and take care of things? Well, turns out the house is filthy. The clutter is becoming a fire hazard. Witness the 10 freeway in Los Angeles. The toilet is overflowing. Local criminals come and go as they please, stealing money off your dresser. All the while, your significant others treating themselves to DoorDash and Amazon deliveries on your credit card. Then one day, your neighbor who's suing you over a property line dispute announces they're coming over for dinner, and suddenly, out of the blue, your significant other decides to clean up. They can't really clean everything in time, so they just sweep all the mess into your bedroom, spray some air freshener, pop in a breath mint just in time for the neighbor's arrival. Then on top of that, when you say something to your partner, they blow you off and act like you're the crazy one. F. Gavin Newsom, I can't stand the bum. What a lying weasel. Hallelujah, holy ass. Where's the Tylenol. <laughs> you know, take the socks, you know, let's put them in the drawer. The hamper. Yeah, so I saw some writing about this yesterday from uh, one of my favorite writers. Um, he made the point that, yeah, you do clean up when company comes over, but not only when company comes over. <laughs> That's where the analogy breaks down. You, you clean up the house other times, too. You make your kids pick up the room. You pick up now and then. And, you know, maybe a little more when company comes over. But San Francisco has been filthy forever. And now, just now. And then the other thing is, it puts a lie to the whole, well, we can't move the, the homeless people because of that law, that Boise ruling and the Supreme Court and all these different things and we money shortages. Turns out you can move these people right. off the street if, if you want to. You can make them go somewhere else. Well, I'll be darned. You can make them go somewhere else. So why haven't you? Well, and I love Dave's metaphor uh, because it's worse, worse than just the filth, the crime part. We have a bargain with you. We will pay for everything government does, everything. In return, you will provide these services. And now they've said, you know, we're going to enrich our cronies and not bother providing the services because our woke brethren say enforcing the law is racist. So never mind. We're going to check in on that giant rally in Washington, D.C., among other things. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 44 years ago, the Islamic Republic waged its war of terror and intimidation against the Iranian Jewish community. On October 7th, they waged that war against the international Jewish community. As a woman from Iran speaking at the big rally in Washington, D.C. yesterday, I like mentioning Iran because Iran's the whole ball game in this whole thing. That's what's behind all of this. And uh, various, what are the reports you've heard about the crowd size? I heard MSNBC over, said over 100,000. Fox called it 300,000. I don't oh, know how really? many. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Huh. This morning they did anyway. I don't know how many people. It was a giant crowd, though. And completely peaceful and no faces covered and no graffiti and nothing on fire and cops didn't fight anybody, which I think is notable. I think it's very notable. A couple of uh, thoughts from, from the good folks. Uh, Dean dropped us a note um, in which he said, essentially, there are you know complexities on both sides, and he's never really uh, bought that. Uh, he's always made a distinction between Palestinians and Hamas. Uh, I was moved by your declaration of the fight for Western culture and all that is good in this world. Uh, when I heard the speech from the woman at the protest in D.C., uh, that would be Ms. Uh, Lamis Deek, Palestinian activist, hit us with 85, Michael. Okay, so the martyrs are going to give us freedom from the Western world and bring on Sharia law. That's what Dean was referring to. When I heard that, uh, the prosecution of Americans for genocide, I was immediately convinced that there's no way to stay neutral. This really is a war for enlightenment versus Islamism, capitalism versus communism, relative good versus absolute evil. We cannot let these backward ideas take over the Western world. Uh, I would agree completely. Yeah, the question in all those pro-Palestinian uh, marches, like the 300,000 in London, how many of them are full-on, I support what Hamas did? Israel brought it on themselves, as I heard somebody actually say to me that day. Um, uh, or are they just like Hamas-adjacent, they just... Think they're helping out the downtrodden? I we don't know the soft-headed victim oppressor view. Yeah. People twenty somethings almost entirely. Yeah, if you if you still think that way and you're thirty, God help you. Um, <laughs> Your head is soft. It is. It is very very soft. Wear a helmet and everywhere I, you go. I pity you. 
but getting and and uh, you know you get me started on this, I could go on all day. But uh, getting back to Jack's point about Iran being the wellspring of all of this and that brave young woman's speech, making that clear, I was reminded of the Israeli ambassador to the UN. We played that clip uh, in which he asked all of the Arab nations, "Where are your Jews?" You had 40% of your population was Jewish 30 years ago. Where are your Jews? You had 800,000 Jews in the 20th century. Where are your Jews? That was righteous and good. But anyway, uh, Katie in L.A. writes, uh, Guys, thanks for your words of sanity in these chaotic times. I could not agree with you anymore that this is not a fight over territory. It's a war against all Western values of democracy, justice, liberty, and life. Israel is just the front. I know this from personal experience as I watched the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas demonstrations, the shouting, the open hatred and anger. I can tell you where it all began. I was there for its birth in Iran. I was a, a, I was a teenager when the Iranian revolution happened in 1979, and I vividly remember the hundreds of thousands of demonstrators who called for the overshow, overthrow of the Shah using very similar slogans to what you see being shouted against Israel today. Replace Israel and Jews with America or democracy, and you will have the same slogans. Shouting with the same hatred, same anger, calling for death and destruction of the Shah, who was perceived to be, and in reality was indeed, a puppet of the West, i.e. the U.S. I could go off on a tangent here about uh, some of the dictators in the Middle East who are absolutely unsavory characters with unsavory regimes, but they're the bulwark against uh, religious nut jobs. In the same way that, you know, some of the Central South American regimes the U.S. supported in the 20th century were awful, but they were the only bulwark against a bunch of throat slitting communists. So, yeah, it's my bad guy versus your bad guy. But anyway, moving along. Uh, most people know what happened. The stupidest president to sit in the White House, well, Biden may surpass him, he still has another year, <laughs> told the Shah to leave. And now we know, based on released CIA files, uh, Carter was secretly talking to Khomeini through back channels and got assurances, may he burn in hell forever and ever, that if the U.S. supports him to take over, he would remain a friend to the U.S. Apparently, he pinky swore, and our smart president at the time, much like this one, really wanted to make friends with Iran, took them at their word. You know how that friendship w- w- went if you watched Argo. Great movie. Very entertaining. Oh, I've not seen Argo. And that, that is a good movie? It's about oh, all yes. this? It's about trying to get Americans out of Iran during the revolution, the taking of the hostages era. It's the Ben Affleck vehicle. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely terrific. Okay, I'll have to watch um, it uh, Anyway, more importantly, though, is my distinct memory of what Khomeini would say. This is the Ayatollah Khomeini, the first ruler of the Islamic Republic of, of Iran. Um <clears throat> My distinct memory of what Khomeini would say to the people of Iran on TV in Farsi, I'll never forget his words, quote, so far our main export has been oil, but starting now our main export to the world will be jihad. Everything you see today can be traced back to those words. Khomeini and his replacements have had one goal for the past 40 years. Holy war. A war where the evil West, America the great Satan, and Israel the little Satan, uh, and their evil ways, women showing their hair in public, for example, will be replaced by the true religion of Islam, where gay people can be hanged from cranes in the middle of the street, and you can't have a glass of wine after work, or go dancing, or be caught in red nail polish. This is what these uninformed, naive children are chanting for. I hope they get a chance to go live in Iran or Gaza for a few weeks, and then express their utterly idiotic, nonsensical opinions. Sorry, this was a long H-H-W-D-T-I-I. Here's hoping we don't turn into Iran. Oh, my God. That is the most 
I don't know what acronym anybody's ever sent us. <laughs> that was Most the heaviest yet hilarious acronym anybody's ever sent us. That uh, Katie, uh, I think I'm in love. <laughs> that is <laughs> to brilliant. unleash a screed that powerful, eloquent, and historically important. Then end with H H W T I I. Oh boy, <laughs> you know. So that's it. That's it. There's your answer. You know, it's interesting that she mentions that about uh, uh, Jimmy Carter being naive about the Ayatollah and the Ayatollah. Oh, no, no, no. This is, we're, we're good people. This is what we want. Because that's exactly what Josh Rogan is writing in the Washington Post today about Biden and, and she. That Biden thinks she is, then they're, they're, they're actually friends and she cares about his feelings. And, you know, and, and you can take his promises as, 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 as true and that sort of thing. Wow. You know, the Judeo-Christian principles that made this country great make us vulnerable. We want to be good. And we have this fantasy that other people and powers and leaders around the world also ultimately want to be good. They may, through their circumstances, have to do some tough stuff, but they're like us. They want to be a good person. That is so freaking naive. Yeah, I have trouble with that in my own personal life. I have trouble believing that. No, you wouldn't lie about that like that much. No, you couldn't. That couldn't be. I've, I've, I, it's, it's easy for me to, for where if I have a personal relationship for somebody to think there's no way they'd be trying to take advantage of me. Well, it's time to it. wake up. <laughs> and wake up to the upside app as well, what? he says, by means of oh transition. Got this note the other day from uh, our buddy. Hang on. Who's, what's our buddy's name? Our buddy's name is uh, Bob. Hey, Bob. Who's saving lots and lots of money with the Upside app and is really grateful that we passed on the word to him. He gases up his uh, his work truck and he can use whatever place or car he wants. So he's getting money back on every cash cash purchase and gas purchase, and groceries, dining out. It's all about the Upside app. Yeah, download it. It's free, and then you use the promo code Armstrong and get twenty five cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Then you claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You check in at the business on the app. Pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and then you get paid. Oh, is it complicated? Is it hard? Does it take time? No. Uh, the Upside app has a 4.8-star rating on the App Store, which is extremely high. Uh, so download that free Upside app. Use the promo code Armstrong to get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's the promo code Armstrong. Get that Upside app and start getting money back. There's a poll out about what people's attitudes are about higher education. We have to get to later because it's really something, man. Has higher education taken a hit in uh, the polling goes back to 2015, but in that amount of time, that eight years, just it's amazing at all genders, age levels, education levels, everything. It's just it's gone down so much and they earned it. Absolutely earned it. I would say so. I mean, like the number one thing being taught these days is a philosophy, a worldview so idiotic, so moronically oversimplified, it's hard to believe even a 10-year-old would accept it. The idea if you have more power, everything you do is evil. No matter how good, it's evil. And if you're if you have less power, everything you do is good, no matter how evil, it's good. No, killing babies was good and raping women was good. Yes, I claim to be a feminist, but raping women was good because the person with less power did it. I mean, seriously, it's like uh, they've been brainwashed by a cult or or the pod people from outer space or something, you're dealing with a person whose capacity for reason has left them. It's scary. It's like you come across a brute who wants only to inflict violence. 
a crazy street person or something like that, you realize, and Jack, you've dealt with this, you realize, I cannot reason with this person on any level. Mm-hmm. Before we get to, hey, Katie! Katie, Katie, the news lady. Um, you know what's the most underreported story right now? Might be one of your headlines, Katie. Hope I'm not stealing one. You know what's the most underreported story, I think, in America? Talk to me. Talk to me. It's certainly the most underreported story in California where we are. I-10 being closed for over a month in Los Angeles. One of the busiest freeways on planet Earth is closed. Because there was an accidental fire at a storage facility. Next story. Next story. Move along. Because of homeless people. Because of a homeless camp. That's not getting any coverage. I'm looking at the flames right now in the headline on uh, MSNBC. Uh, I-10 will reopen in three to five weeks. First of all, closing down a major thoroughfare in Los Angeles for over a month is not a minor thing. But the root of the fire. Don't just show the fire and talk about but why did this happen? Huge cover-up going on right now. Huge cover-up between the government officials and the L.A. Times. Uh, nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. This really would hurt our narrative that the junkie camps are just uh, uh, the enclave of the poor, unfortunate, unhoused. Yeah. That is really quite amazing. People are waking up slowly. Let's hope it's not too late. we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. I hope you can stick around. Katie's headlines coming up next. Wake up. Thank you. Thank you. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If we have time after Katie's headlines, I might get into some philosophy. I know that's what you tune in for. Uh, But first, we got this text. This is heavy, but pretty good. This is for all the college kids. 
you know, these super woke college kids who support Hamas. Hamas, they voted for Hamas. Hamas won an election. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, you know what the pronouns are for uh, trans and gay people in Palestine? Were was. Yeah, the late. That's a good one. Yeah. Coming up next hour. And if you can't stay tuned, grab it via podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. You ought to subscribe. The fightening has begun. The new era in human relations where everything will be decided with fists. Or worse. Including in the halls of Congress and in Senate hearing rooms. If you didn't hear about this, there was physical contact. And almost a brawl in the Senate. We'll have all the gory details for you next hour. But first, let's figure out who's reporting what. It's Lead Story with Katie Green. Katie? Thank you, guys. Washington Times, talking to Biden, preparing for war. U.S. panel sees Xi bracing China for a conflict to come. Wow, that's a heck of a headline. Yeah, they're saying that Xi Jinping is preparing his military forces for war while he's over here chatting with Biden in San Francisco. Yeah, it's sort of what's precisely what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, and Josh Rogan is talking about in the Washington Post Biden's belief that they're friends and that she cares what his feelings are is just laughable. You know what's always left out of the discussion of Neville Chamberlain and peace in our times and the Nazi war machine and the rest of it was that Hitler initiated a lot of these peace conferences. He'd say, look, now, we took the Sudetenland, we took Czechoslovakia, whatever, uh, but that's it. Let's get together. Let's talk this out. From the New York Times. And it was a ruse, is what you're saying? Was, yeah, exactly. It was a ruse. It was intended to have his adversaries let their guards down. Xi Jinping style. From the New York Times. Israeli military raids Gaza hospital, a key objective in its invasion. Invasion. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. nice. Yeah. We got some uh, audio from the whole getting into the hospital. They sent in robots first and then sent in soldiers. That's a that's a heck of a dicey job to go into those tunnels underneath those hospitals. Holy cow. As a general statement, I find it galling and disgusting the extent to which we in the United States and other places are watching somebody in a fight for their life, quite literally, saying, I don't think you should do that as you fight to save your life and that of your your children and your wives and your husbands. Those who haven't been slaughtered. No, don't do that. I know you're fighting for your life, but that's impolite. Hmm. That seems like too much as you fight for your life. It's galling. From the New York Post. About 300 Jewish people headed to D.C. Israel rally left stranded by bus drivers staging a deliberate and malicious walkout. Oh, that. Wow. Refused to take Jews to to the rally. Mm -hmm. From the Washington Post. House passes bill to avert government shutdown. Sends to Senate. Oh, yeah. Mostly Democratic votes, too. Mostly. You got about, what, uh, 90-some Republicans, but 200-some Democrats to get it across. And does he pay a price for this? John Smith or Mike Johnson or whatever his name is? Um, The ultra-right-wing MAGA Mike, Mike Johnson, who reached across the aisle because he doesn't have the votes and made a deal. But I haven't heard much of a dust-up about the fact that he did this with mostly Democrat votes like they did with McCarthy. It's becoming more and more clear, and we'll discuss this during the fightening segment, that um, 
that there was a great deal of personal animosity toward McCarthy. A great deal among oh, Republicans. Okay. From the Wall Street Journal. U.S. retail sales fall for the first time since March as holiday season approaches. Retail sales fell. Mm-hmm. Huh. U.S. retail sales fell 0.1% in October. Okay. I wonder if we're running out of money. That's going to happen at well, some point, isn't it? Yeah, the mighty surge in consumer spending may be cooling. USA Today. Ken Buck sounds off, says Kevin McCarthy and lying go together like peanut butter and jelly. Who said that? Yeah. Ken Buck. Is that the guy that got elbowed? No. Different guy. Different guy. Okay. Talking about it, though. And finally, the Babylon Bee. Newsom hatches plan to burn all the freeways down so no more people can leave California. <laughs> That's pretty good. Wow. Wow. The Babylon <laughs> Bee. I laugh. <laughs> I'll save my philosophy for later. Instead, I'll go with this, which I just came across. I didn't. I watch John Oliver now and then, his Sunday night HBO show, which is pretty darn good. Um, he apparently had launched a global campaign to get a particular bird to win the New Zealand annual avian beauty contest. John Oliver put his weight behind a particular bird. Lot to take in there. <laughs> to win a very prestigious, well-known, I guess, bird contest. So it happened. It's kind of like when people rigged the naming of the boat and it became Boaty McBoatface. Right, yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that, John Oliver. So he, he, he pushed this bird, a weird puking bird with a bizarre mating dance, <laughs> has now won New Zealand's annual avian beauty contest after John Oliver launched an unlikely, unlikely global campaign. It's a bird that throws up as part of its mating. <laughs> and dances badly. Wow. Well, it sounds like me. Uh, it's the Joe bird. I love that sort of thing. Wow. Of course, it ruins the purity of international bird beauty contest. Uh, We have a lot more on the way. If you miss a segment, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 